This is an attack warning. Repeat, this is an attack warning. Sign on with the devil. So, Brandon, I will start with you. What do you think about the comments? I mean, the numbers are staggering. This is going to seem really, really insensitive. We're going to need a tank. Jim, uh, why have you looked at this president and said, I, I support what he's doing? He's got us locked in a basement. Uh, Frank came to my office, asked me, first of all, he asked me for an airplane ride. So this guy's a wise guy. So I gave him an airplane ride. Like if the Titanic took like four years to sink. Rick! Sign on with the devil. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocate Podcast. I am Brandon. I am joined again. Well, I'm not actually joined. I'm virtually joined by Franklin and Jim today. This will be an interesting one. This We're going to get back to our TDAP dark roots here um, because we're quarantined. Uh, yeah. we've, we've had uh, quarantines at the same time. Wow. Yeah. You two. You two are uh, quarantined. That's why it's three. There's two. Yeah. <laughs> two. We got 66% of the podcast in quarantine right now. So we'll get into that in a second. Um, but we should do our high points for the week. And since I can't see either of you, I don't know which of you is uh, ill-prepared. So I'm going to hope it's Frank and start with Frank. Oh, shit. Yeah, I am ill-prepared. Um, uh-huh. Did you think that because we weren't in the same room, I wouldn't still ask you to be positive for a for second? For some reason, I, I thought, thought that. yeah, <laughs> we hadn't talked about it. So, uh, um, okay, yeah, I got one. So uh, I'm, a big, I'm a big cinephile. Uh, I'm a big movie fan. Uh, Warner Brothers just announced they're going to release all their 2021 movies um, in select theaters, the one that the ones that are open, but also on HBO Max. Yeah, I saw that. So they just they oh, just nice. kind of like so, imploded the entire like movie studio system. That's awesome. I wonder if that means Batman is going to come onto uh, HBO Max instead of the, the silver screen. They haven't said yet. They they've announced a slew of movies. Batman is still filming, but like the the James Gunn Suicide Squad kind of reboot slash sequel whatever is going to be on there the matrix 4 is going to be released simultaneously totally forgot Um, about the matrix 4 i need to watch the whole trilogy over again tons of great movies are coming out and you're going to be able to watch them uh in 2021 from the comfort of your couch which is awesome yeah Um, i miss i miss movie theaters but i also miss new movies to watch right yeah i i have the hopes that paramount will do that too for the sole purpose of top gun yeah, I mean, Top Gun, they had the new Mission Impossible movie coming out. They have a couple of them. I mean, it's all Tom Cruise, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim, you had a high point? Besides for your son's uh, podcast debut there. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's got some lungs. Uh, well, I mean, it, it feels icky to say, like, be happy about negative tests in my family. Like, we, we had negative COVID tests. Well, because I know yours does not have all negative COVID tests. Yeah. But I'm personally, I'm happy about that. I'm happy about your sister Ashley's negative test. Yes. Yeah. That is that is something that was uh, really for me very and like you know, Ashley's been on the show before. Ashley has a lot of health problems, some of which she's talked about when she's been on. But yeah, Ashley 
getting sick at the same time that uh, four members of my family had uh, positive tests and six members had symptoms was um, was very concerning. And yeah, she she also had two negative tests, so that that's really good news. And I completely understand you're being happy about negative tests. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll have an unrelated high point. Uh, my my company, I just talked with my boss not too long ago. My, my company is expanding quite a bit, or it has the plans to expand quite a bit, to yeah. the point that our, he's not really our... He's the guy that started the company, I think, 15 years ago. It's like somewhere between 13 and 15 years ago they started. So he's not like the CFO, he's not the CEO, he's not the COO. He, he, he's like... I don't know. He, he's, he's the decision maker and probably most of the money guy. Uh, he basically told my boss that money is not an issue. Do whatever you need to do to make this company successful. So it's like, it's like the owner of a sports franchise telling your GM that look, just go do whatever you got to do to win the championship. That's <laughs> right. That's awesome. Being in the yeah. being in the scientific field, I imagine those are the like the the magic words you want to hear. Like, don't worry about money or profits or any of those things. Just worry about like oh yeah, innovation. You know, there is stuff that we want to do. Like, uh, we want to collect uh, cerebral spinal fluid from rats and mice. And in order to do that, we were looking at some pretty expensive equipment. And like we were just looking at that over the past month, and he just got that news today. It's like, all right, it's under yeah. ten. It's under ten grand. I think we can get away with it. Yeah, you want to get some fluids out of rats? I think me and Brandon could probably get you a good price. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Um, all right, so I actually for such a bad week. Sorry too. I know that the audio is going to be weird on this one because for whatever reason my uh, my audio setup was not being compatible with this website at least this time um and so i'm recording off my laptop and so i know that like i gotta i gotta remember to keep my elbows off this damn desk um so apologies for for that um i actually for such a bad week i have like an optional three that i could take uh Whoa. Three, three high points way to overdo it yeah i did well they it just kind of like some good things happened in this crappy week so uh the one that i'll take that's corny um a, a topic that we haven't talked about on the show for a long time I, <laughs> wcw slash wwe superstar legend icon TNA, I guess, is in there, too. Uh, Sting returned <laughs> to wrestling last night um, on TNT, on AEW, for the for the first time in 18 years. I mean, eight, on TNT, 18 years. And Sting was my, like, childhood. Like, I loved wrestling in the 90s, and Sting was my guy. Like, he was the... Yeah, like, man. He was the anti-hero. I loved WCW. Created the DDT. Yeah, I, I just love i he didn't create the dvd uh, he perfected maybe he, yeah with jake the snake um but he definitely yeah he one of that my was favorite awesome. wrestling commercials ever <laughs> that I fucking sprite yeah, was for, sprite. yeah sprite. i knew it was a soda <laughs> he shows up to the kid's <laughs> I, house i remember that the stinger yeah. wow and just Are like ready to wrestle <laughs> <laughs> wrecks the fucking house with him in front of his parents like, <laughs> uh they make it look so real uh, that was a 
I saw that I didn't catch it live, but I saw it trending on Twitter and I watched the clip and it was surreal to see it. Like it oh, that does take you back to the nineties, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. He walked I, in all quiet, pulled the bat out of his uh trench coat. I yeah, was, was nice. I was definitely eleven years old for a couple of minutes um on Wednesday night. So that that was a nice corning cheesy uh trip down memory lane because like for me, he's not like twenty years older and like looking like he's twenty years older. Like that was just straight childhood for me. Yeah. The um, only thing I can say is that his hair is grayed a little bit. He should probably go and get he, a new he, uh, a new dye job. Yeah, yeah. He should also probably just like recreate Surfer Sting if you're talking about physical. Oh, <laughs> bring it back! My favorite Sting. Come on. He, here's yeah. what I, he that is not my favorite sting. My favorite sting is the is the crow. That was sting. my first. That was my first sting. So it's always going to be my sentimental the, favorite. The crow sting is my favorite too. Yeah, uh, 96, 97, 98. Like that. That was a great. That was a great sting era. But I will say that like his hairline is extremely receding. It's way thinner. Like he looks kind of like the Joker now because. Well, yeah. I think it, hey, it works, but I think he also benefits from the fact that like man, his persona is so fucking great. The the, the face paint, like what it does is also it kind of prevents the aging from being a problem. Like well, from being with the yeah. paint. Well, and, I mean, unless you get super up close, you don't really realize. I mean, the receding hairline, there are little indications. There but are. He looks more or less the same. He's well, looked for this, you know. And what a 94. great. I mean, he wears a trench coat. He wears, like, black, like, a T-shirt over the top of his thing. Like, I mean, he's got tons of ways to hide that. Like, so that really benefits his character. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a genius. Yeah. It's a genius character to have yeah. in that in that field. So, so I don't know. I was, I was excited about that. Um, so... We're going to not have any sound bites for this episode just because with the system that I, that we're working on right now, I have no way for you two to be able to hear them. Um, so I'm not going to pretend while I listen to clips that you can respond to them. Um, so instead, we'll just do kind of a shorter episode. I do have a few topics. I want to talk, since COVID is present in this circle, um, and and kind of hit it from two directions it, within a fucking 30 hour period uh like yeah, I, got, I got my news that we had been exposed i don't know four hours before it was technically thanksgiving yeah, yeah it was 8 p.m on how do you wednesday night yeah how do you fuckers think i felt like brandon's like hey guys i had a quarantine i hope i sorry sorry this is gonna fuck us up and then jim's like hey i got a quarantine i'm sitting there being like am i next yeah what the fuck right. happened well right. it, and that's why yeah i mean well, that's kind of, st louis I, is getting significantly more prevalent i saw a statistical chart of like major cities across the united states on like your percentage of coming into contact with somebody in a group of 10 or more and st louis was 53 percent well, like, I don't know how accurate this is. I didn't well, see it on a CDC. It wasn't a CDC shared uh, statistic, but New York City was all the way down to, like, 16%. Like, man, how have the tables turned since March? Right, because and people I, and I, who took it seriously actually implemented shit, and then, like... Well, and that's actually why I think you guys... I mean, not, I, I don't know why exactly it uh, got to your family, but uh, I think... One of the reasons is you guys live in a county that's a different county than I live in, and when I come out to the studio into your county, the thing I realize is that like no one's wearing a mask. Like none right. of the people behind the counters are wearing masks. It's not Correct. mandated. Yeah. Versus St. Louis County, in the county it is, in the city, in the county you have to if you're a business. 
Right. But uh, say, like, your county has been much more lax, and I yeah, think that it, might be the reason why they're blowing up a little more in terms of numbers. Yeah, it has. It's been so, com- ridiculous. I, I, I had a – there was a car accident out in front of my house. Uh, I think it was last night. Maybe it was two nights ago. It was two nights ago. Uh, the only people that showed up that were actually wearing a mask were the paramedics. There was, like, eight police officers, four firefighters, and just a couple random civilians – the only people wearing masks were the paramedics. Yeah, it just, uh, dude, it's gonna go forever and ever and ever. And like, yeah. you know, I mean, I've seen, I've seen people in St. Louis, like in the county, like cops who've pulled people over where the cops are wearing a mask because they're going up to someone's window, and yeah. I'm like, that's the I kind mean, of responsibility as, I want to see. As you should, as one should. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it, I don't know. I just don't see like that's the one thing that stuck out to me when when Jim's news came first and then the the morning after Thanksgiving is when uh we started getting uh texts rolling in through the through the family thread um at first it was one person had symptoms um and then it and then like quickly within a few hours it was like oh yeah I have symptoms too I have symptoms too everybody's getting tested holy shit guys <laughs> like this is not fuck. a drill this is real right and the thing is what it the, the the thing that i thought was this isn't because we're taking it less seriously this is because it's out of control in st louis now like it's, fu- it's yeah. fucking everywhere and it's like, finally hit the threshold that even taking safety precautions you're not 100 percent safe right yeah, and yeah, it was really crazy. What the the thing that was crazy to me when your news came and and then shortly thereafter my news came, I just kept thinking of like, man, we were all here recording uh, three days ago. So if like if Frank escaped this, this is a fucking miracle. <laughs> like, I the, it won't be the first miracle I pulled off, buddy. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, so I do want to talk about COVID, and uh, I pulled a couple of articles. Um, just that, that I thought were, uh, worth talking about and, and we can kind of go into it. This first one is from the Associated Press, uh, Dr. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease told ABC's this week, uh, that the level of infection in the U S would not all of a sudden turn around. So clearly in the next quote, so clearly in the next few weeks, we're going to have some sort of thing. And perhaps even two or three weeks down the line, we may see surge upon surge. Fauci addressed the school issue, saying that uh, spread among children, spread among children and from children is not very big at all. Uh, Not like one would have expected. So let's try to get the kids back, but let's try to mitigate the things that maintain um, and just push this kind of, oops, sorry, phone went off, this kind of community spread that we're trying to avoid. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I I think we are... I'm glad that, like, I, and I've noticed that, too, that it seems to hit the elderly more, at least when you hear about cases of, it, like, super spreader events, it's usually, like, a retirement home and not a preschool or, a, you know... <clears throat> there have been some, but I'm glad... I don't know why it's not affecting kids as much. I'm glad that it's not, but... So is it, is it not, is that what his point was? Uh, well, his point is that we're going to see a, a, a spike in the next couple of weeks with the Thanksgiving travel, so the cold younger, winter, everyone being inside. Yeah, younger children, like Mason's age, like, I don't, I don't know, probably five and, and younger, they don't 
tend, for whatever reason, they don't tend to contract the virus. Huh. Uh, sometimes they do. And when they do, that can be really bad for anybody that's caring for them because then they can spread it very easily because, you know, right. they touch their face, they put their hands in their mouth, yeah. and then it's on and you. you. And you can't quarantine when you have to take care of a kid. You, right. That Correct. kid needs Which is why we, we were attention. freaking out because there was no way that, like, if, if, if Mason had it, everybody in this house would have had it because right. we all handle him. Yeah. Well, and the thing that sucks, uh, too. And the, the thing, thing that is going to be big is middle schoolers and older it's gonna spread like wildfire after the holidays like i i I just i have i'm i'm fairly certain that i can say this with confidence that january and february are going to be horrendous months for the u.s i i I really think that you're not off i think i mean the right the writing has been on the wall since last march that like all right we're not taking this shit seriously we were talking in the summer about how like okay what do you think is going to happen when the winter rolls around? It's going to be way fucking worse than 19, 20. Well, like, yeah. And I hate to well, say it, but in, like, in the summer, Trump has. In the summer, people, yeah. when they get together, they spend time outside together. And uh, UV light kills the virus almost instantaneously. That's That's been actually replicated in lab settings. And I think it, it shows pretty well outside. Right. Um, uh, so- but. Uh, in the winter, everybody gets together inside. You don't have a choice of going outside, and even when you do, the UV light is significantly lower because winter is a cold, gray bucket of stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, and we're already and you have- at a rate where the number of new COVID cases in is at two hundred thousand a day, uh, and we're looking at thirteen million nationwide. Like, yeah. And now everybody's going to go inside for four months. Well, and. Yeah, where it's there's also they pointed out that inside is the number one place you're going to contract it because if one person gets it, the way we have most buildings are circulated and the poor circulation, they don't really clean the air so much as that just recycles it. That you're going to spread it to everyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially I mean, if it, somebody's it standing in front of the think... return. Like if we're in a small apartment setting, yeah, somebody will be standing in front of the return. If they cough, it spreads throughout all the vents. Yeah, and I think like you also have this thing where the Trump administration, now that he's lost and they've kind of accepted it, you know, they're they're still putting on these spectacles of fucking. Uh, oh yeah, we'll get into press it. Press conferences. Don't, don't worry. But uh, there, there's this feeling now where I don't think Trump. Like I have this feeling now that Trump isn't even trying. He, I think, and it might be a conspiracy. I have no Was real evidence trying? except the fact ever he wasn't trying before. So it's hard for me to prove that he's trying less now. <laughs> but I think that he would serve from Biden inheriting the worst pandemic he could, Trump could possibly give him. Just right? be- Biden or yeah. Trump has no reason to make it better for Biden. He wants Biden to come in with the worst like problems right. he has. He wants to handicap him. Right, and since he's a petulant child, it has never been, it is not now, and it has never been about what's best for the country. It's about what's best for Don and his fucking ego. So, it's about what hurts Biden, not what hurts the country, even though those are one and the same in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. It's great yeah, to have a leader. Yeah. Can we just it's, call yeah, Biden the 45th president? Like, I mean, we can, can we just inaugurate him now? Like, this lame duck period is doing us no good. We need someone to get in there and, like, I mean, I'm glad that Biden's, you know, appointing a cabinet. He already has, like, he, he asked to date, asked Fauci to head his COVID task force. Right. He's making moves, but he can't do anything until he's officially in. He, all he can do is, like, you know, 
he can start running, but he can't grab the the baton and you know take off. Right. Don't tell his supporters because they're convinced that the office of president elect still doesn't exist. <laughs> Funny how it existed four years ago, though. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, ah, uh, whatever. Stupid. Um, it's because he's so insanely loud you can't ignore him. Yeah. Now, Wasn't that their whole reason, like, why, like, oh, they can talk to Russians and they can talk to the Ukraine people because they were getting ready to get in power. So it's not weird that Giuliani and they were, they were talking about sanctions and stuff, right? Right. But now suddenly they're like, hey, they Biden shouldn't do anything. He hasn't been officially declared the winner yet. Right. We don't and, know how this thing is going to shake out. Except they fucking do. <laughs> and, well, except, like, they, like they, yeah, twice as many people, <laughs> like, six million people voted for Biden over Trump. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually think that number might even be higher now. I think we're getting close to seven and a half million the last time yeah, I checked. I wouldn't be surprised if it's eight million by, yeah. the, by the end of it. It's Yeah, because every time like, they recount, they find more Biden yeah. votes. So. Trump's campaign, it came out that Trump's campaign had three, paid three million to recount in a state and it ended up netting Biden just more votes. Yeah. Like, that's all you. That's all you need to know about his bankruptcies, right? <laughs> like he's right. fucking paying the <laughs> other. Yeah. Epic shooting in the foot. Right. Oh, just oh stupid. Biden, on the other hand, is doing the best that he can. Um, I do. I do. I. There was an article that came out shortly before we before we jumped on here. Um, in his first joint interview with, by the this is a CNN article, by the way. Um, in his first joint interview with Vice President elect Kamala Harris, Biden described the corona, his coronavirus plans as a balance between ensuring that Americans believe the vaccine is safe and instituting a number of plans that will curb the spread of the virus without shutting down the economy. Biden said that on the day he is inaugurated, he he plans to ask the country to wear a mask for 100 days. Just 100 days to mask, not forever, just 100 days. And I think we'll see a significant reduction. Biden also said during the interview that he will be happy to get a coronavirus vaccine once Dr. Anthony Fauci says it's safe and that he will get a va- the vaccine publicly to demonstrate his confidence in it. That's what a fucking leader does. Yeah. Whoa. That's what a leader should yeah, have been sorry. from the beginning. <laughs> um, yeah. I love the fact that they tied... I love the fact that they tied the mask wearing to the first hundred days in office because it's this it's this long held tradition that that's when you mm-hmm. you measure a president by what they get done in the first like three months and change. No, and him being like, hey, if you give me just a hundred days of wearing a mask, I promise you we will see results. Yeah, it's a really good play. Idiots aren't going to do it, but it is. Well, no, like, but it's, it's a play a based move. on science. There's going to be so some serious like... playback, a pushback from your the clutch your pearls crowd. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there'll be people who refuse to wear a mask, and then when it doesn't help out 100%, they'll point to that and be like, look, it didn't help out because we were dragging our feet, making it not work out. Yeah, and the fact that he is willing to, or not only that he's willing to, but that he is doing it in front of cameras um, as far as getting the vaccine goes. Uh, like, I don't think that it's necessary, but because, like, in a normal circumstance, you wouldn't expect any president, Obama, Bush, Reagan to go get a flu shot in front of the cameras. But because the vaccine has been so stupidly politicized and like taken over by the conspiratorial wings of the internet, I do think that it's good for him to to do that. 
Um, yeah, I don't think ultimately it's going to help much because the conspiracy is so easy. Like, well, what do we? How do we know what's actually in that vial? It's Bill yeah, Gates funded. Well, it's, it's just water. Yeah, that's or right. Getting pumped full of blood or something. I stupid. can only I can only deal with but so much. Which, uh, Moderna and Pfizer BioNTech have no like hands in, or I should say, Bill Gates has no hands in those companies. Which yeah. the fact that who cares. Like, even if he did, who, who cares? Really, right. Like, yeah. because, like, is Bill Gates trying to poison us, or is that something that Alex Jones and QAnon want us to believe? Like, I don't give a shit what... It's the easy, like, Simpsons billionaire concept. Like, oh, they're just trying to be a master supervillain. Yeah, except for Bill Gates is, like, the nicest billionaire on the fucking planet. <laughs> like, it's... Right. Yeah. He's the yeah. one uncle at Christmas that you can go and have a civil conversation with. Guaranteed. Yeah, like I want Bill Gates to be my uncle. Seriously, adopt me, like, or at least fund us. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. Another thing that's gonna fuck up the conspiracy, uh, folks, is that I I saw an article shortly before we got on also that said that when uh, vaccines are administered, they're gonna give a card. Uh, give you a card that states that you have been vaccinated that I don't know if that's like a hundred percent a thing yet, or if that was something that was being talked about. I'm actually okay with that. I like that. Whatever. We're in a fucking database. If we get it anyway, that is going to be, that is going to be misinterpreted and used by so many conspiracy theorists as a, um, like they're chipping you the mark of the beast kind of thing they've been yelling about for years i feel like you should i feel like they should do this i understand the price of society yeah like for so many years we've taken society for granted because we've never had to deal with anything like this but like look you want some society don't be a dick yeah yeah. Well, I'm cool and people that. treat it as like they're they're like a, like it's a god given right that they can go out to a concert or a restaurant. Like that is something that's inherently you're born with that right. freedom. Um, no, you're not. When I think it's realistically, same, like yeah, if if capitalism ahead. existed to the same degree that it does now during the plague, you would have seen the same fucking things happening. If they knew what they knew about like the way it spread. Right. Like it's a rational like, reaction to be like, hey, this is going to kill people and hurt well, us. It's also the same false argument of uh, because uh, or because I'm, I'm it, because this is America, I have freedom of speech. Yes, you have freedom of speech. So you won't be prosecuted for bullshit by the government for say like. But that doesn't mean that, like, you can't get kicked out of places. Yeah, Take it from somebody you who gets kicked off idiot. Facebook I have, I all the time. I also have the freedom to tell you that you're being an idiot. Right, exactly. Um, I also have the freedom to say, like, look, you're being so much of an idiot, you don't deserve to be here in my restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like I said, I'll card people at my door. Like, seriously. Like, <laughs> like, just stay the fuck outside then. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't have a problem with that. And I don't have a problem with people being denied, uh, being denied those societal... Um, things uh if as if long as poor people had the same no, you know it's, 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 thing, if it's if it's a health reason that you can't get the vaccine fine you know yeah we get yeah, yeah but i want yeah well i'm I, fine with the idea of get everyone there. getting a card as long as poor people get the same access to the vaccine as oh yeah people do yeah, which yeah I, absolutely I, already we're seeing that like i don't think it's going to be a pay-to-play style setup here right uh, it would well, be, and we saw early on that if you were on a movie set, you this were, is such a, this or, is know, such a public health concern. 
that I don't think that yeah. health insurance is going to play into this. Right. Yeah. Not. Did you see not, today that uh, the UK offered to pay? Um, they're telling its citizens the UK is going to pay a hundred percent of any side effect caused by the vaccine, getting the vaccine. No shit. Yeah. So if you if you get the vaccine and in those rare cases where something goes wrong and you uh, are somehow hurt or the worst for wear for taking it, you they will you know, like they're, they're going to cover that. I'm, I'm pretty confident that there's not going to be any side effects for it. But even said, you you wouldn't be able to convince the insurance companies in America to be able to do that. Like we could say yeah. that our president could come out and say that Biden could come out and say that and freaking. United Healthcare would be like, nope, we're not paying anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good old capitalism. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I do think, I, I do think that, it, like, we, we've gotten ourselves into now this spot where, um, at least just like with our, with the lack of leadership and the, the, transmission rate out of fucking control and really it hasn't ever does anybody feel like we ever had like this doesn't feel like a second wave to me it it feels like this just grew from no like March like i alluded to earlier yeah. we never had this under control it's just that we were in the summertime and everybody hung out outside where it yeah. doesn't spread as easily and now that it's getting cold everybody's hanging out inside and what do you think's happening the yeah. cases are spiking well and i think people who took the there is a fatigue that sets in too, right? Like yeah. people were, all right, I'll quarantine. But after a year of doing it, they start to be like, fuck, I just want to see people. I want to go out. I want to see someone like for, you know, I, over the course of a year, important events come up that you're going to be like, Hey, I'll go out to an event with this one time. Yeah. And I'm not, and, get, and, and I'll say too, because like, that's the one thing that I've been kicking myself in the ass for this week is that like, I was so like, I remember saying this, probably on the show early on when we were doing these type of virtual episodes before that what I'm afraid of is that summer is going to come people are going to go outside things are going to get a little bit better people are going to get fatigued and forget and 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 I feel like I fell into my own fucking prediction no I I was definitely guilty of it too I mean I I went to a cousin's wedding and and uh October, the early, early October, uh, mm-hmm. I've hung out with more than just my parents, like as far right. as family members go. Uh, yeah. You know, fatigue is a thing that everybody is susceptible to it. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it's just a, like, and, but I know. So and I, I just, I just wanted to say that in terms of like, I'm, I don't think we're just blaming like people who won't wear masks are spreading it. Right. I think a lot of good intentioned people are yes. also. Yeah, I, I think it, so too. Know, because that is one of the things that like that I like. My family has. We, there's a lot of health issues in my family, and so like everybody had always been like, we're staying our distance. Like this sucks. This is a shitty year. But even we got caught up on Thanksgiving, where I sent you guys pictures of my Thanksgiving. Yeah, you guys we, were you guys were sitting outside. Yeah, we were sitting outside table. at separate tables, and like it still fucking passed through. The, and you know the, 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 the shitty thing is is that's that's more than what most of my family did. Like I was in quarantine myself with my immediate family here in my house, but we had we were on Zoom calls with my other family members and wherever they were at, 
it, it was inside. It was, uh, I wouldn't say it was more than 10 people because most people still stayed at home. Yeah. But it was still a gathering of, you know, more than six, somewhere between right. six and 10, I would say, at every place that was on Zoom call. Yeah. And none of them have it. So yeah. the fact that none of them have it and you guys who are outside at separate tables got it, it's just a shit luck of the draw. Yeah, it is. It, it totally sucks. So I don't know. Well, we're hoping that in this house, like we haven't. So my plan has been just because of the amount of symptoms in my family, like I've kind of been waiting it out because A, I know because of the amount of COVID that was immediately around me, I can't fucking see anybody or do anything right now. So the hope is that like we don't develop symptoms at all and then we will still end up getting tested this weekend so that just for peace of mind. Um, But my thought at this point is if I don't have symptoms, like I can't like I'm quarantined anyway. So I might as well try to wait it to the point where like it's going to test positive even if I'm asymptomatic. What I don't want to do, what I didn't want to do was go too early and get tested and then end up having symptoms later. Um, Right. And that's such a catch 22, man, because like you, for one, you want to know if you're sick or not. And then you also want to know if you're able to, you know, go back, in my case, go back to work, or in your case, go back around other people. Yeah. And like, at least, like, my my work made me get mine, and I was only four days in, and which isn't usually enough to develop symptoms. It's anywhere between five and 14. So you think you would want to wait, like, around seven days ish to go get tested? So, like, me testing negative and my work being like, okay, yeah, you can go back to work. It's it's just kind of weird. Meanwhile, yeah. I still have, like, I had Mason, my my baby, who had still yet to be tested, yet I was going back to work. The guidelines are weird. Yeah, they are. But and, and, and at the same big, time... I think a big part of the reason that the guidelines are weird is because there was never any fucking leadership to, to be like... Look, we all need to be on the same page. I it definitely was kind can't of, say you're wrong. It, it was just like, uh, all right, well, in in states that want to be lax on shit, in red states, we're going to let businesses make their own decisions. In blue states, we're going to try to have more government control, but nobody's on the same fucking well, page. So, so what I was talking about specifically was I looked at CDC regulation. Mm-hmm. And as, as long as I had a negative test... I was fine to go back to work, which is just odd to me. Yeah. Because testing negative after four days isn't exactly the same incubation period. I have members of my family who have spouses who have symptoms. And before they got the results of their test back, were still allowed to go into work. And then after they got their results back, which ended up, like, this member of my family ended up being negative, like, then they were still allowed to go to work, but I just thought, like, man, what a weird, like, what a weird policy, now, when they were going to work, they were, like, blocked off, and they were by themselves, and they were, like, nobody was, like, they have a separate office or whatever, but it was just crazy to me. My work has always been like that, like, since the start of the pandemic, we've been wearing masks, and we're all right. spaced more than six feet apart. 
but it was just crazy to me to think that like man you have somebody in your house who has symptoms who was at an event where six people have symptoms and there are already four positives and like there's a lot of trust involved in that like you're trusting the individual that they're going to keep the symptomatic person behind closed doors and you're going to stay out the rest of your house it it just yeah i don't know man i mean it doesn't seem proper uh no. News came out recently that uh, police arrested a couple who had uh, flown on an airplane around Thanksgiving who'd knownly after they'd gotten a positive diagnosis. And I was thinking, like, well, I, you know, that's kind of like a new that's area the way that it for an arrest. The start of this. Yeah. I really do. Like, like I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird new area to be arrested for, arrest, for something but like But at the same time, like, you, you, you are knowingly spreading this. Yeah. Yeah. We can't can't go back to what we all... Like, I get it. Everybody wants to go back to uh, fucking March of 2019. We can't do that if we don't stop this thing. And right now, with so many people fighting to not stop this thing... Or what's ironic is that they're fighting because they don't like the regulations. They don't like the mask. Like, if you want to get rid of that, do the fucking thing. Like, just and do it. Can't well, like, I, I can't understand legitimate business gripes, like people that are in the entertainment industry or the restaurant industry. Like, I understand that they could go belly up because of all this. But the the people that are just arguing for the sake of argument to be able to go and do whatever they want because, you know, freedom. Right. I, what? Yeah. <laughs> at and what cost? Can I, can, I throw a, can I throw a nightmare scenario at you guys? Mm-hmm. So my friend Mike was telling me, like, you know, some of these uh, vaccines are going to be two parts. You have to take two shots um, spaced apart, like the way you do with a hep C shot yeah. or whatever. Like, or, yeah, before you can go B. work it faster. Like, hep B is a three, yeah. is a three series. Yeah. So there is a possibility that people are going to get the first round of shots. The, the wave is going to go down, you know, because enough people are getting it that we're reaching. We're getting closer to herd immunity. And then people are going to not go back for their second shot. And that the virus might mutate because it, you know, we're somewhat immune to it, but not fully. I'm, I don't know nearly enough about vaccines or the creation thereof so to this, say if that's true or not. But the series, the series is just, uh, it's to ensure that your immune system has copies for the antigen to be able to make antibodies. Uh, so like hepatitis B, for whatever reason, is a three series. And it just, it exposes your immune system to the same strain three different times, which is going to be the case for the COVID vaccine is your, your, your body will, your immune system will be exposed to the same virus three different times. And I say the same virus, that's a little bit of a blanket statement. It's it's the same culture because we know that there's multiple strains of COVID-19. So they're, they have all these strains in the cocktail and you're getting three separate or however many different times just to ensure that your body is producing the antigen. So, I mean, is the, is the fear that people could take the, um, the first dose and not go back for the second one because like enough people are getting, is that like a, a real fear that we should well, like, I could see people not going I, back for the second one yeah, because, I can, I can people, because people are getting sick. You're going to have symptoms. Like, If you get the vaccine, who gets the flu? Like, I get the flu shot, and I get symptoms from the flu shot. They're not bad. I'm not going to die. And they're not flu symptoms either. They're common cold symptoms. So, like, every time I get the flu shot, I get 
the common cold, like guaranteed. Right. And it, it, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's not, but it's not mm-hmm. to be mistaken for the flu. Uh, right. And, and, it, and it could happen it, with the, the COVID shot. You could wind up getting, uh, you know, common cold symptoms, or it, it could even just be your body reacting to the, the right. not, not dead, but inactivated virus. And now, that, can, that can cause things like fever and body now, aches. And that's now, just your body's normal reaction to a foreign body. What's going to be crazy, though, what's going to be crazy, though, is because of the amount of people that are asymptomatic, people are going to get the shot. Some people are going to have symptoms. Some people are going to have nothing. And, like, it's going to be fucking weird talking about it. Like, because you're going to have all these different reactions to people getting the vaccine because you have a virus that, like, fuck, a shit ton of people, a huge percentage of people don't have any symptoms for it. Yeah. So, and back to Frank's scenario, like the person gets the first round, they develop some sort of symptoms, whether it be fever or body aches or even headaches, like, which is just your normal, your body's normal reaction to receiving anything that your immune system has to respond to, whether it be an inactivated virus, which isn't going to hurt you or the full on virus. Uh, so they're going to have those symptoms and then they're not going to trust it, which this happens with flu shots. I know yeah. umpteen amount of people that don't get flu shot because of this, because I, they get it and then they get symptoms. I am right. I am guilty. Not now in, in this stage of my life, but 10 years ago, I was guilty of not getting the flu shot because of the symptoms. And then I stopped being an idiot and realized what a vaccine is um, and what it does. But yeah, there was like, I was one of those people for a while that, and it wasn't like a conscious, I'm an anti-vaxxer. I would never have told you that I was anti-vaccination for anything, but like in my head, I was always like, but yeah, not for me though, because like this one makes me sick and I don't like that. And like, I understand now why that is a stupid thought process, but I also understand how easy it is to be in that mindset. Like, and, yeah. and that had, I, alternatively, I was always convinced, able to convince myself that I was doing good by not getting a flu shot. Like, well, I'm young and healthy. I should get, let the old people take those without yeah. understanding the damage I'm doing by potentially <laughs> spreading a disease to old people, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, you know, we're like the general population isn't scientists. I get it. It's easy to think whatever you think based on a reaction that you have. Um, but like in times like this, where like the whole fucking world shuts down, maybe it's time to start listening to science. That's all I'm saying. Like understand that we don't know, like, like for me personally, I don't know shit about science. Like, I trust you guys when you talk about it on the show. Science isn't my thing. So, like, when you're like, ah, this happens, I'm like, cool. I believe you because you're my friend. I don't think you would lie. Um, but, <laughs> like, that's, like, I don't know science, but I, at least I'm willing to, uh, to, to admit that I don't understand science and I'm not going to try to be smarter than it. Um, and I feel like if we had more of that mentality, at least as it relates to COVID, uh, we'd be in a better spot because I think too many people feel like they know that the science is good or the science is bad. What, where's right. your, where's your or, fucking degree? Or they, they use the defense that the science is imperfect. Like, yeah, that's the nature of science. 
that's what science the thing is. is. Is that we are trying to figure it out, and when we have it figured out, we're gonna help a lot more out than just you being like, no, because it's not gonna work because right. it has a chance of not working. Yeah. Well, it's definitely yeah. not gonna Better work than if, if seventy-three million people don't take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I had actually, what's crazy is I had a whole other topic planned for another half of this episode, but I think I'm going to save it for another time. It was bullshit. It was just about Trump litigation. But I think that, like, I think we've, I think Fail COVID is what is we it. can say about that. No, <laughs> no. Well, yes, yes. Um, well, no, I think they, they've been failing almost every lawsuit. Oh, they have. Like, I had a list of what, their failures. What was that clip that you sent today of that woman next to Rudy Giuliani talking about so, all the, the Giuliani just that real, she had seen? Real quickly. Yeah, Giuliani, like, you thought, like, the hair the hair dye running down his face, you know? Like, well, first of all, you thought he hit a low when he when he did the Four Seasons dildo shop. <laughs> How about truth happened. isn't truth? He had, There's a greatest hit I of mean, Giuliani's yeah. bullshit. He just, I mean, he keeps digging lower and lower. And then he had the press conference where hair dye ran down his face. And now he keeps calling these witnesses. And they, they do these press conferences where they're highly unusual. Usually the the congressman would would ask questions they're allowing in this case they're allowing rudy giuliani to ask questions which is already like they're already giving in a lot but he keeps calling these witnesses who were witnesses who were easily debunked the woman that i sent you was this clip of this woman who was uh i don't know if she was drunk it, a lot of people were speculating that she was because she seemed she was slurring but she was arguing with the republicans and even like giuliani shushed her at one point and she like wouldn't stop talking about how she had seen Clay. Them running claims that she, claims that she's no. an IT worker. I don't she's know if this woman knows IT how to worker. use word processor. I don't know if she knows how to <laughs> use word hired. processor, let alone. <laughs> she was hired in a small district to do like some level one um, tech support or something. And the place she was in oversaw like a couple thousand ballots. So and she's claiming she saw like hundreds of thousands of ballots illegally. Like she she. She wasn't even in a district that could have been possible. Like they're not even recording that many votes. She's out of her mind, and it's just oh, the, the she, level she was an IT worker for the equivalent of Cuba, Missouri, and she's claiming <laughs> mass voter fraud. They can't find any actual evidence, so they're just finding crazy people who are willing to say that they saw something. That way, they can't get in trouble. They're like, "Well, we were th- we went off good faith that they were telling the truth," because but all these we, people are mentally yeah. deranged. It's or insane how you. How can you play stupid and like you've got like like oh well we're so smart because we figured out all of this shit but then at the same time just be like well yeah but I mean it, what do you mean that person's shit didn't check she, out well she we sounded like her. she was drunk the entire oh, she, time well, she I think speaking. she was yeah yeah I'm I'm convinced right. she had to have been oh man Rudy was in the back pumping her full of vodka before bringing her out <laughs> like look. We we found ourselves a Karen in the wild, just pump her full of vodka and she'll argue forever. Yeah, no shit. How that like uh man. It's crazy that liberals and, and rational people, not not liberals, but like the liberals are on this side of it, will sit here and be like, Man, how much alcohol did she drink? And Republicans on the other hand would be like, How much baby blood did she drink? Like that's, <laughs> we're in two different spaces. <laughs> 
the rational and the ill. Oh. Uh, I don't know, man. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's um, getting I, I do want to wrap it up by uh, talking a little bit about uh, next week's episode, or or well, really our schedule from here through the holidays. Uh, the episodes have been a little bit more spaced out recently. That's not been accidental. That's been very much intentional um, since the since the election and passed. Um, so my plan here is because we're in quarantine for a, a, another week or so, um, I think what we're going to do is we have an episode, uh, that Frank is, is hosting, um, yeah. already and, and queued up. And so I'm excited about that one. So I think what we'll do is we'll probably drop that one next week, uh, and then we will come back the following week and we will do our holiday show. Probably, I my thought, we'll have to schedule it uh, between the three of us, but my thought is that I would like that to drop between like the 15th and 20th of December um, so that it's out a few days ahead of Christmas and the new year and whatever. Um, so that's kind of my plan for the end of the year. And then we'll, we'll probably have like a lighter schedule until an inauguration day, at least. We've done I, 40 episodes, I think, this year, including some that got lost. Um, so I just feel like through the holidays, we should take some time to spend with our families and uh, not not so much worry about getting out an episode every few days um so anyway that's kind of yeah. that's kind, yeah. kind of a, my we need a little self pat on the back there because that's a lot of episodes that was almost an yeah, episode we, a week we're almost on like the the professional level podcasters i'm, <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure i'm actually pretty you, sure Rogan. if you consider that uh if you consider that i we uh quit the show on january 3rd fifth or sixth um <laughs> and then came back in march i think that we are almost at an episode a week um this year now i now i will say a couple of those we recorded and they didn't make it so like yeah you know, and, and we we quit like rick flair quit you know it was real, yeah. real short it was real short real short and sweet um but i uh but yeah, I, so I wanted to do that. I wanted to kind of ease up on the schedule uh, towards the end of the year. The The election was the big, was the, not the finish line, but that's where we were, that's what we were uh, climbing towards all, all year, building towards. So I just think that um, that's kind of my plan. I'm excited about this episode next week that, that Frank has hosted, and I will be very excited um, I should have used this, and I guess now is as good a time uh, to tell you what it was, but my other high point was going to be a tease anyway, and I have received the gifts that I ordered for you guys uh, for that episode. I, like, I know I've told you that I, I got you something, but I opened them, and they are exactly as awesome as I wanted it to be, so I'm super excited for to, to like get nice. back and do that. Um, I think that I appreciate that, would be that man. That's awesome. I can't wait to open that on the uh, on the pod. Yeah, we will do that, and we'll probably. Yeah, thank you very much, man. I think you'll you'll laugh, and that's what I'm going for. So if you don't like naturally laugh, fucking fake it, because now I've said it. <laughs> um, but um, you, you need so, to have a laughter sign above. Oh, I, your I will. 
I've got the but I've got the buttons ready. I'm hoping that like everything will go good as far as you and I, Jim, um, and like no symptoms, no anything around us, and we'll be able to mask up and get back in the in, in the room together for that. Because um, I don't want to admit I I don't want to admit. I don't want to mail you those, and I don't also want to have... This episode was difficult. I don't know for you guys how many times your headsets cut out, but there were a couple of times where at very in, inopportune times, I lost one of you speaking. Yeah. And, and I, was just yeah, like... Where one was crackling. I had a few times. Yeah. So, so hopefully we can get past this period of quarantine and everybody stays healthy and we can all, all get back to... Um, I'm into the same room, but I have a feeling that the rest of my year is going to be very different with the amount of like I I have a feeling that you guys are my extended bubble now, um, and that's right. pretty much that's, and that's pretty that's much pretty much the same for me too. Yeah, so um, so I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, everything is there's no other news between now and then. But yeah, until next. I'm sure week, to be quiet. I, yeah, right. Um, until next week, you can follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter at TDAP Dark. Uh, episodes are available, I don't know, kind of weekly, regularly, definitely, on Spotify, iTunes, wherever podcasts are found. Like, scribe, like subscribe, share, and review, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, here it is, your alternative fact of the week. Thanks. This election, I will say... It, they took, these Democrats took every avenue possible to commit fraud in this election. And what I saw on the third and fourth was over 20 counts of fraud being done, taking place in front of my face. How many ballots would you estimate in front of you that you observed were counted multiple times in the machine? Can you put a number to it, an estimated number? At least, at least 30,000. At least 30,000. Okay. The, the, poll book, the poll book is completely off. Completely off. Off that by 30,000? I'd say that poll book is off by over 100,000. That how- poll book? Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Did you do you even know the answer to that? So, no, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this here. Zero, zero. There's zero. So, my question then is, if the guess how many? Wait, what about what about how what what about about the turnout rate? A hundred and twenty percent. The Devil's Advocate Podcast is a Feverheart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condit and co-hosted by Franklin Everhart and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. 